I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Hey there, and welcome to your Utah. This is Taylor Powers here with Ethan Miller, bringing you all things on the Wasatch Front. And today we are going to give you something that is in the Wasatch Front. Yes. Up Emigration Canyon. Actually, two things, because this is what I did this weekend, and now I'm going to tell you. Aha, <laughs> so we're getting an update on Taylor's week, how Taylor's weekend plans went. Yeah. All right, okay. Uh, it was actually my boyfriend's birthday, and he was too indecisive to choose. And I said, well, we're going to do what I want to do, because I've been wanting to go to Ruth's Diner for months now. Which is very famous here locally. It's in Immigration Canyon, mm-hmm. and not very far up, just a couple no. of turns. It took us about... Less than 15 minutes to get there? Yeah, from down where you live, further into town. Yeah, it's very close. You drive up past the zoo and... It's right there. Yeah, you're you're right there. But you're up high enough so that you're out of the inversion. Which counts, yeah. Um, And it was very cool. We got up there and he had never heard of it, but he doesn't do a lot of research and I've been... You know, mapping everything there That's is right. to do in Utah. <laughs> That's right. So, all right. So let's, let's talk shop. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you guys order, and did you like it as much as you hoped it would? Because, you know, a lot of times if you're really looking forward to going someplace, mm-hmm. especially somewhere that has a, a reputation like that and a history, yeah, you are hoping to just be amazed and impressed. Were you? We were. We oh, were good. We were definitely um, – we didn't order anything – we ordered two favorites. <laughs> okay. Well, that's smart. All of the favorites have little flamingos next to them, and we only looked at those options. Okay. And uh, what did uh, – how was what, – what were they in – So he got the chicken fried steak eggs Benedict. Oh, so you can never <laughs> go wrong with that. No. Yeah. And we, we did half and half, so I got half of that, and it was it was incredible. And I then I imagine. got the um, the fresh Atlantic salmon hash. And that was good too. Yeah, it was good. So, how do they do it? Do they lay the salmon over the top of the hash, or I mean, it... um, it, it was kind of all mixed in together, and then they had um, drizzled with their famous hollandaise sauce. Oh, hollandaise sauce, uh-huh. nice. Yeah, uh, it was it was a really great experience. The only thing I would recommend if you're going to go there is to uh, to wait for a booth to get a booth, really? especially if you're if it's just two people. Um, they kind of when you walk in the original car, is that what they call it? The original sure. bus-like thing okay. is still there from the 30s. Uh, they just renovated it and added onto it. So in the bus, like in the car, there's all the two-seater tables. And there's a row of booths and a row of small little tables that are crammed in there. Right. And we didn't know any better. So we got a tiny little table and we're crammed in right next to this booth of these five girls that are just – Talking and talking. Oh. <laughs> There's five girls crammed in a two-person booth. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, so, so ask for a booth, even if it's a little bit of a wait. But they seem to get people in and out of there pretty quickly. Okay. Well, that's a good tip. Good. Mm-hmm. That's pro tip from Taylor. Mm-hmm. Get the booth. Get a booth. Because otherwise you're going to be kind of on top of each other. And... Yeah. Unless you're going with a group of people, then you go into the lower area, which is much more spread out. And it's kind of 
yeah 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 i've i went there once several years ago so i'm yeah. i'm kind of vaguely remembering mm -hmm. what you're talking about so and i'm very excited to go there in the summer months because they have a beautiful outdoor patio yeah. in the back that seems yeah. like it looks over a creek and yeah there's there's the creek right there yeah, so it's very nice that'll be that, fun well and that whole canyon's very beautiful mm -hmm. so. it is and and if you drive up there take the opportunity to drive all the way up there you know, oh we did don't just drive up to the to the diner and then turn around and drive back down. Give yourself a chance to drive all the way up because mm -hmm. it's not the world's longest canyon. You're going to get no. up there, you know, another 10 minutes and you're at the top. Mm -hmm. So it's 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 not particularly challenging. Mm -hmm. Except you do want to watch out for cyclists, runners, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It's popular, yeah, you know. Yeah, definitely. And so well, and there's it, no sidewalk. Yeah, so. and it's so residential. People just, you know, treat it like their own little neighborhood to go on runs. And mm -hmm. so be aware of that. And there's – you can go up to Little little Mountain, I think they call it, and then you can veer off and take 80 back into Salt Lake. Yeah. Or you can keep going up the canyon and get to Big Mountain and East Canyon. And there's yeah. East Canyon Reservoir up there. Yeah, you can go all the way up and around to Ogden. It's a very beautiful yeah, drive. yeah. Uh, one thing that we did is once we got up to the top of Little Mountain, we you know we got out of the car, took some pictures, and then we saw that there's that reservoir, which mm -hmm. is Little Dell Reservoir. Right. So we drove down there, and there were a ton of trails right there that go down to the reservoir, uh, mostly snowshoe and cross-country ski, but because we had a sunny weekend, we were able to just do it in our snow boots. Cool. And we we were down there for over an hour, and the ice on the on the reservoir is at least four to five inches thick and that's just around the edges where we could see it yeah and put our hands around it and so you only need three inches per person so we went out on the ice and ran around and that's it was cool really fun. it was really fun were there a lot of people out there uh there was one other person on the ice and then there were a, a fair amount of snowshoers um no one out there fishing Nope. Can you fish on that reservoir? I don't. I can't. I don't. I can't recall. I don't know. I know there's some activity restrictions, like you can't swim. Mm -hmm. But, but I think you can fish. I yeah. think you can fish. You I just can't get in the water yourself. We did see a hole, and we ran over to it and kind of stabbed around in it and looked under the water. No fish. I didn't see any fish. No. Mm. Well, that sounds like a pretty good day. And then which yeah. way did you come back down? Did you come back down through Parley's or did yeah, you go back did. up and around? We did Parley's. You came back down through Parley's. Mm -hmm. So that's it. You did the whole loop. Yeah. It was a really great morning. That's not bad at all. They've got a couple of nice golf courses up there too. Mm. So, you know. Good to know for the for the summer. Yeah, yeah. For the summer, it's very beautiful up there. Mm -hmm. So All right. So, Ruth, uh, so Ruth's Diner mm -hmm. up to Little Dell Reservoir. Yeah. Hang out on the ice for a couple minutes, then loop back around. I mean, that's just basically kind of a full morning, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, we were I, back by noon. I, yeah, that's perfect. Mm -hmm. All right, so there's a good tip from uh, from Taylor. I, I suspect you'd recommend it. I would, yes. <laughs> Bring your snow boots. Yep, although it was 50 degrees and sunny up there. I We were in T-shirts. <laughs> but the, there's still probably a fair amount of snow, though, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely. You're going to need your snow boots. Yeah, well, and we might get some more snow. Yeah, I just true. noticed the big wind mm -hmm. last night. Did you, was it windy where you were? Yeah, yeah, it was pretty windy. Not in the morning, yeah. but in the evening. Yeah. All right, so uh, it's a good tip. Yep, there it is. All right. 
Well, listen, if you are up in the Ogden area, speaking of driving up and around through East Canyon down to Ogden, we've got an option for you. Maybe I should say we have an option for the ladies (laughs) when we come back. Welcome back to Your Utah. We've got a lot of great activities up and down the Wasatch Front. Uh, we just chatted, of course, about Taylor's trip up through Emigration Canyon and over to Little Dell Reservoir, which uh, sounded like a lot of fun. Definitely worth trying out if you've never made that drive. And uh, another option for you, if you're up in Ogden, mm-hmm. uh, is something called Ladies' Night. Now, this is takes place up at Powder Mountain, or as apparently some people like to call it, Pow Mow. They do on their website. No one else. <laughs> do they do that on their website? Isn't that what you read? Well, I, yeah, on the on the calendar. Pow Mow. Pow Mow. Don't call it that. <laughs> oh, you can if you want. Who cares? Uh, Powder Mountain, which, by the way, I was not aware of this. Powder Mountain boasts the the most skiable acreage in the United States, and that's crazy because I they don't advertise that. They're they were so under the radar. It's really under the radar. And it's crazy, too, because since Park City and the Canyons merged, mm-hmm. Vail won't shut up about owning the largest resort <laughs> in the country. And then there's Powder Mountain. They're all, well, we've got the most skiable acres. Yeah. So I got to wonder, well, how do you know, then, who's got the biggest ski resort i think we're gonna have to go out there one weekend with it with um, With the tape measure with the uh what are the things that wheel and they (laughs) run it along (laughs) the little yeah the little wheel yeah Uh uh-huh uh well anyway just fyi powder mountain's got some big claims (laughs) and it's a good it's a good area you know obviously it's beloved by ogdenites Mm -hmm. uh they love it and it's they're all about it it's right there I've heard nothing but good things about it. I have not had the chance to go up yet, but maybe Ladies' Night will draw me there. Mm-hmm. Well, it's sponsored by She Shreds, and it's actually it's for everyone. It's for everyone. Well, Ladies' Night always is for everyone. Uh, but ladies do get a $15 lift ticket for the night skiing. Mm-hmm. And they also offer big discounts if, you're, if you drop the name She Shreds. And they give you a password, then they'll give you big discounts for if you want to go up and stay a couple of days. Oh, and uh, and ski. You can do it for sixty eight bucks a day, <laughs> which is pretty good. It's a pretty yeah. good deal. And so they've got some options for you. If you go to uh, the Powder Mountain website, you can see this. It's on their calendar. But it's every Wednesday night through February twenty second. Ran through January eleventh through February twenty second. So you got a couple more weeks of this. But what they do is they've got not just the discounted lift tickets and lodging, mm-hmm. but they've also got music. They've got raffles. They'll do a bonfire. Uh, they're doing ski clinics and demos. And this is for all ages and all abilities. So if you want to get up there and you want to try something new, you want to get a few tips, take one of their clinics or whatever, all this is is included so that sounds really cool yeah they've got a ton of sponsors up there that are getting this done so it's it seems like a a really good option what time does it start on wednesday night starts at three and then it goes till it goes till nine so three Mm -hmm. to nine kind of standard 
Well, a little early for night skiing because I think night skiing usually starts at four. Four, mm-hmm. yeah. But till nine, music probably starts sense. at three. Well, maybe they give you a little hour head yeah. start. Yeah, you know, on the on the skiing, mm-hmm. which is not good. I mean, the, the you know the difference in skiing between three and four versus four to five. <laughs> yeah. it's like night and day. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You, Getting that early hour in is probably really nice. Yeah, the the sun doesn't. The sun doesn't drop behind the mountains. It mm-hmm. it crashes at light speed behind the mountains. <laughs> I mean, it goes. That sun goes so fast, and mm-hmm. it gets cold so fast. Yeah, yeah. But um, so if you're gonna do this, make sure you're dressing very warm. Yeah, night skiing is a whole other animal. Mm-hmm. So you want to make sure that you've got that you're prepared. Bring it, it. I mean, this is a good recommendation when you're going in the mountains in the winter. Anyway, layer a lot. Bring more layers than you think you need, and then shed them, mm-hmm. and then and then you'll be good. So. And you may want to take a look at what goggles you use and what lenses they have in them, and if they have a version for uh, that's not for the sun. <laughs> yeah, you get better visibility. I hadn't uh-huh. thought about that. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so what are you saying? Just like the clear, well, a lot of lenses. A lot of goggles will now come with two or three different lenses, mm-hmm. so for sun or overcast or for night. Yeah. So so see if uh, what what yours are and, and maybe if you can get some new lenses for those goggles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it sounds cool. And then, of course, the bonfire. Yeah. You know, when you get kind of get cold. Yeah, not a lot of bonfires in Utah, so that sounds nice. No, there are not. <laughs> that is not something we do a lot of. Just go there for the bonfire. <laughs> That's right, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, and then enjoy it. So and there's, uh, they have a lot of good sponsors. They'll be giving away a lot of good swag. So, Good stuff. You know how those things are. Mm-hmm. Always lots of stuff to, to pick up. So ladies' night, every Wednesday night, starting at 3 p.m. We got, so what, two of those left? Let's see here. Today, uh, let's see. So the Wednesday this week is the 8th. Right? Yep. So, yeah, two. Two left. Two left. Or, well, three, three. Counting, counting this week. This week, next week, and the week after. So oh, okay. there are three. Okay. As of our recording. So. You got three. So if you can make it for the skiing, for the bonfire, for the music, for the ladies. <laughs> well, and you know what I liked about, what I always liked about night skiing is that it's fun from the social aspect mm-hmm. because – Night skiing is going to be, I mean, what's the right word? It's The skiing's not going to be as good. Mm-mm. Very cold conditions make it very icy. Yeah. Especially if we've had warm days like we've had. Yep. So, you know, you're going to be dealing with difficult, difficult conditions. And it's not the same as icy during the day. Like mm-hmm. when, it's, when you hit ice during the day, you've hit that sheet that's underneath the snow, you have the snow that's kind mm-hmm. of scooting around on top. That's the ice you hit during the day. When you're night skiing, it's kind of all... Everything turns to ice. Yeah. Even that, even that powdery stuff that floats across the top mm-hmm. or the, you know, the corn snow that floats across the top. Even that turns The sun's icy. not there to soften it up, so be aware of that. <laughs> so go with friends. Don't go up there to get some night skiing because you, cause you love to ski. Get some turns in. Yeah. <laughs> 
Don't do that. No, it's kind of like it, it has this atmosphere and everyone's in it together. And it's, That's right. It's not really about the skiing. It's about this activity that you can all do together outside on the mountain. That's ab- that's absolutely right. Yeah. That's absolutely right. Someone you enjoy riding the list with, hanging out at the bonfire with, you know, and then you ride down. <laughs> Because it's yeah. difficult, it's challenge. You know, yeah. it's yep. challenging. Mm-hmm. It's it's not easy skiing. No, it's cheap skiing, but it is not easy. And it's it's pretty cool when they light up the whole the whole resort. Yeah, um, that is cool. These bright lights and it's dark out. It's it's very cool. If you haven't done it, you should at least check it out. And when you take you take you, you take the lifts up into the mountains, you're pretty far up. You're mm-hmm. pretty far back, and it's nighttime. It's a really unique and cool experience. Yeah, yeah. But the, the skiing suffers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the actual skiing suffers. But all right, all so. right. Well, that's it. That's it for for today. We've got uh, Powder Mountain, Ruth Steiner, and Little Dell Reservoir and Emigration Canyon in general. Go check it out. Love it. All right. Well, thanks so much for listening. Now go enjoy your Utah.